It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. From the kids to Aunt Sue, keep your whole family connected on all their devices with crowd-pleasing gig-speed internet from Xfinity. Now that's simple, easy, awesome. Learn more about gig speed internet or other popular plans now with even more speed. Enjoy faster downloads and a better streaming experience today. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit an Xfinity store for a great offer. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary and not guaranteed. Welcome to the people under the stairs. This is your co-host, Stan Wangland. And I'll tell you, we have a spooky one for you today. I've gotten a lot of angry phone calls from my producer saying, spook them up. Come on, man. You're not spooky enough. But uh, we've got we've got a pretty darn uh, spooked up show for all of you people uh, around the world who like spooky shows. And uh, my good buddy and my co-host, our co-host in this adventure under the stairs, is uh, PJ, Paul James Caden. And he's out there. He's actually on a, on a site right now. He's on a dig. I've got him on Skype. He's on a dig. 
And uh, he's going to come in on the show here because uh, we've got a really interesting topic today. It's about the human skulls with horns discovered in Pennsylvania. So he's out there in Sarah, Pennsylvania at a dig about these horned skulls in Pennsylvania. Paul, Paul, are you there? I'm here. There's a very dark cloud hanging over the site. It's getting very ominous out here. Mm-hmm. We've got several skulls with horns and one with four horns. Man, four horns. This must have been the tribe leader, man. And the skull is the size of a basketball. Wow. Four horns. Is that like four skin or something? (laughs) (laughs) No, this is a, now see, I, I did it again, Paul. This is a, this is a a legitimate scoop, you know, scary show. And it's a, it's a real show. I mean, this is a real deal here uh, with these horned skulls of giants, might I add. And, uh, here I did it again. I, I made light of it. And here you are out in the field, out in the, in the uh, you know, at a dig where it's very dangerous. And, and I'm, I'm making light of the situation. No, I'm, I'm sorry, Paul. I apologize to you, the producer and the audience. Can, can you, uh, in all seriousness, can you, can you fill us in on what the heck this is about? These, you know, these giants and these, uh, these, these human skulls with these horns. You know, what the hell is this all about, man? Well, first of all, I'd like to say that I am not out on a dig. I'm in my office. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, this, this was something that I've read about in, in numerous books. I've always been kind of interested in it. Mm-hmm. This all started for me probably back in in 1991 or the Mm -hmm. winter of 1990. Uh, I I became very interested in, because of an interview I heard with some scientists on on TV that said they were were hired to disprove the world of uh, the paranormal and all things spiritual and God. And they said the more they dug into things, uh, the more they proved and, and had evidence that there are other dimensions out there. There are things we can't explain. And it just really got me uh, thinking because this was more or less a, a spiritual show that they were on. And it really got me interested in, you know, I want to do my own research with, you know, religion and science, religion and history. You know, we folks like you and I, we, we believe certain things, but is there any real proof? to some of the things that are written in these books we call the holy books or the scriptures and the things people claim. And you would be surprised how much archaeological evidence, among other things, is out there that prove that that there was at least some validity, something going on that, that we don't hear about and our usual history classes and history books. And we'll talk about maybe why that is uh, a little later in the show. But one of the things that I read about, and I continue to keep abreast on this because I'm, I'm very interested in it, is the mention in the Bible, the book of Genesis, about the Nephilim. Mm-hmm. 
and the legend of the Nephilim were, and, and this was believed and even in Christianity up to the time of uh, uh, St. Augustine, and then he changed. He said, no, this can't be. It has to be something else, and he kind of revised it um, mm-hmm. to a different meaning. But but they believed that there were these angelic or extra-dimensional beings that came to the earth intermingled with human beings, women, and had these offspring known as the Nephilim, and they were hybrids between humans and these, you could call them angels, you could call them aliens. Mm-hmm. That should be our whole show, you know, angels, aliens, and uh, are they the same thing? Mm-hmm. Actually, uh, me and Rosemary uh, Ellen Guiley, that was on the spirit side last December, we were going to do a show about this. Mm-hmm. Is because she's very interested in, in this subject, but uh, you know, sadly, she uh, she passed away. Mm-hmm. Uh, nonetheless, you know, the, there are other legends and and bo- extra biblical books that talk about these beings that corrupted all flesh. They intermingled their their DNA, their their blood with all flesh on the earth, and that there were human beings that were giants, human beings that had horns. There were chimeras that were half animal half human like the god pan mm-hmm. many the uh, creatures that you might see in in greek greek mythology i was so just going to mention that in greek mythology uh, many many times the gods uh the greek gods would come down to earth and uh, you know mate with human beings yeah, and, and it's 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 not such a far fetch. I mean, just to bridge a little gap here from the the impossible to the possible. If you're talking about things now, you know, we've talked about UFOs on this show, mm-hmm. but there's also the other element where there is the UFO abduction scenario, and there are some very mm-hmm. well documented cases about that. And maybe some another show that we should do is the actual unexplained implants that were found in some people's bodies, and this is documented. Mm-hmm. So if if you look at it like, let's say heaven, as most people call it, or the spiritual realm, mm-hmm. let's just say if if we break it down, it that it's another dimension, another another dimension of reality, and these mm-hmm. things. What if they can come through, much like we say the aliens abduct people now and take tissue samples and eggs from pregnant women and you know sperm samples from men? Well, if it's, if that's happening now and there there there's a reality to that, let's say, then why wouldn't this be something that maybe happened a long time ago? Same species, different species, and um, maybe this is where you get some of these hybrids. And there's actually a lot of, uh, if you do a little digging in this, you'll find that there's actually a lot of religious and biblical scholars and theologians who subscribe, you know, and these are very learned people. And, and they subscribe to this, this philosophy wholeheartedly and say, you know, we, we have proof of this. There have been very abnormal skeletons uh, found skeletons of human beings that were nine feet tall, 10 feet tall, seven feet tall. I think some up to like 15 feet tall, they, they said they found. Mm-hmm. And so that's what we're getting into today is uh, I'd actually watched the video this morning that, w- that was talking about this. And, and I'd heard about the, the horned skulls of Pennsylvania before, but 
the thing that I read kind of leaned toward, well, maybe it was probably a hoax, mm-hmm. but as we see in, in, in this podcast, uh, it, it doesn't seem like it is. And it's, it's one of those things that make you think, you know, is there something to these legends that something like this actually happen on the earth at one time? Is this where, and again, some biblical scholars and theologians actually say this could possibly be where dinosaurs came from, these very large uh, reptilian uh, creatures, you know, if mm-hmm. people large, you know, that, that were intermingled with these interdimensional beings, angels slash aliens, what if, if they intermingled their blood or their DNA with other species mm-hmm. on Earth, lizards, that they wouldn't produce some very oversized hybrids, you know, of, of reptiles, you know, being the dinosaurs. So yeah, well, uh, well, take well, perhaps taking that back a few steps, uh, you know, for a, a little bit, uh, you know, just uh, uh, you know, a different side of things, maybe, or, or or another little direction with that. You know, my asking you about this uh, with the about the uh, you know the horned skeletons, uh, you know, of these giants in Pennsylvania, that doesn't appear to be a hoax in terms of the burial mound. Uh, it looks like there was, uh, from what I saw, it looks like that several human skulls with horns protruding from them, for whatever reasons, uh, were discovered in a burial mound in Sayre, uh, Pennsylvania, which is probably about, I don't know, Paul, it's probably about 30 minutes from where we live. Uh, oh. Sayre all the time. Uh, and we should check this out sometime in Bradford County, which is right around here. And, so, you know, uh, and they had these like bony projections, these horns about two inches above the eyebrows. And the rest of the anatomy uh, of these things was normal. Uh, what people claim uh, to have analyzed these things, they said uh, these were these these uh, giants were buried somewhere in the neighborhood of about 1200 AD. So they were about 800 years old. And mm-hmm. uh, you were mentioning this today when we were talking uh, that uh, the burial mound uh, in Sayre is in a place called Spanish Hill. I don't know if that was the place you were talking about, but instead of Indian bodies uh, that these people found, they were digging out these skeletons. And, uh, you know, reportedly these these skeletons have been sent or were sent to the Philadelphia Museum. And, uh, you know, according to other reports that after they were sent there, they disappeared. They were uh, misplaced and everything else like that. And, you know, people said that they were these horned uh, Nephilim or Nephilim, however you pronounce that. And I guess they call this the, the, you know, the Valley of the Giants. It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain. And it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. 
Get back to your life with CBD Medic. Available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, that kind of stuff. Now, what I've seen is when people take a look at this, this is not uncommon throughout history. That uh, even National Geographic did uh, articles on ancient people who, and I'll use the term, suffered from or experienced gigantism, which means they were very large, you know, like basketball players would be uh, today or other people, where they have, there's quite a number of, um, of skeletons of people, six foot eight, seven feet. Now, this is in a time when the average um, well-sized male was five and a half feet tall. So this is, uh, you know, quite, uh, quite a difference. And they even have, uh, you know, uh, they even have uh, skeletons that are up to almost eight and a half feet. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, one of those uh, or the claims of some people is saying is that there's a natural explanation for this and that it's gigantism. You know, these anomalies that happen with people, you know, more or less a genetic mutation of people, right. so, you know, goes off. But in terms of the um, in terms of the horns and things like that, that's a whole other thing. And uh, I, I don't know whether uh, you know anything or these fall into the to the category of these uh, uh, Patagonian giants, I guess they would call them. Um, you know, that uh, they have an early European accounts, you know, uh, that uh, they were up to, like you were saying, 12 to 15 feet, Mm -hmm. those kinds of things. And again, there's all kinds of people that are, you know, that try to debunk those things, of course, you know, that uh, they say that these are hoaxes and and, um, things along those lines. Uh, But there there really are examples of these things being uh, found. what do you think about that? Do you, th- you know, they're also found around the world, you know, not just Pennsylvania and, and Bradford County. Do you know of other countries where these things are, are found, Paul? Well, I couldn't name off the top of my oh, head, but I know, I, just, yeah. I, I know there's been a lot of them in, uh, in Europe. And some mm-hmm. people are suspecting now that some of these uh, very big burial mounds that are in places like England over in Europe that, they were to dig into them they'd be very interested in what they would find but mm-hmm. it's, it's getting the uh the okay to to do that and uh some of them actually I, I told you earlier was right where we are because we live in Broome county by the susquehanna river right and i it, it wasn't tioga county it was one of the other ones there's a place that was called moore farm yeah and yeah and uh, it's it's very close to us. I would say maybe a half hour drive or so. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was a mound there that uh, was was uh, they excavated back in the I think early 1900s. And uh, the New York Times did a piece on it that there were numerous skeletons in there that were seven feet tall and taller. Mm-hmm. They said that they were buried with weapons that were you know hatchets like the the Indians would have you know hewn out of, of stone. And they said they, the the weapons were actually so large that the average man would not be able to to use them uh, or or even lift them very effectively. But they were the the weapons of these very oversized uh, people that were found in these graves. So 
man, right up the road from us, they uh, they found some giants. You know, the, the Nephilim were walking around Broome County, brother. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I there's uh, there's also other places, uh, you know, and, and looking up information on this, um, you know, similar skulls like this have been found. Here's another place in New York, which isn't very far from us. Uh, it's, it's probably about an hour and a half, maybe two hours. Wellsville, New York and El Paso, Texas. Uh, and the museum in Philadelphia where these things were sent, I did find out the name while you were talking. I was just looking it up. It was called the American Investigating Museum in Philadelphia. And they were stolen there, supposedly, and never seen again. Now, there's also been cases of odd skulls like this in larger body, similar to these horned skulls, that were believed to be up to nine feet tall near the, the Nazca, you know, um, uh, you know, lines in Peru. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, there's another thing with these elongated heads. And um, one of the things in those skulls is that, uh, and people I'm sure are aware of this, the Mayans and, and other, um, you know, other cultures, um, you know, Aztec cultures and everything, they had very advanced type of brain surgery, you know. And uh, one of the things that uh, these crazy skulls suggest is maybe that it was some form of brain surgery you know, with the unnatural shapes. I wonder if the horns could be something where they're right around the uh, lobe, you know, the frontal lobe regions. Who knows? Maybe they were doing some form of lobotomy or some, you know, kind of surgery and maybe put an animal horn on there or some other such thing. I mean, who the hell knows? Uh, I don't know if that makes any sense, but these unnatural heads have also been seen on the Easter Island rock faces in Egypt. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and um, other places. Now, have you ever heard of um, a thing called the Star Child Skull? I have. Can you tell me about that? I, I saw reference to this. It says it was a five-year-old child with a skull that was like 20 centimeters larger than an adult skull. And it was, it was very weird when it came to the eye socket or some such thing. What the hell is that about? What do you know about that? Well, the the Star Child isn't the only one. There, there's actually, and this was something I was going to uh, launch into. There have been a number of skulls found. Uh, the, the Star Child was definitely a little bit, uh, uh, you know, she was young. The the skull mm -hmm. is a the, the the eye socket is very, very big, very round, almost like we would see the picture of uh, the alien gray, in our uh, science fiction and uh, you know alien abduction tales. But there's also other skulls that have been you know, that are very large and elongated, and the Smithsonian actually has some of them, but they they won't put them on display because they're they're not quite sure they're not quite sure what they are or where they fit into the history of man. So they're they're cataloged and they're put in the back, and there are documentaries out there where. Very few, only a couple of people were allowed to go in and examine these things. And they, they say that they were not the, not the result of any kind of brain surgery or tying rope around a baby's head to make it elongate because of the way. What, what, what are the lines in the skull? The suture lines, I think they're called. Mm -hmm. uh, they're, they're different than the average human being. They're, they seem that they're, that they're untouched, untampered with. Yeah, the fountain elf. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, so there's a lot of actually uh, elongated skulls that, that have been found. 
along with these uh, giants for, for a number of years now. And mm-hmm. the Smithsonian has some of these things actually from dating back, you know, we many years ago. But again, they take them, they, they put them in the back, they put them in storage or they say they were stolen or they disappeared. And a lot of people say, well, this is a cop out because they know damn well there's something peculiar about these skulls, but they don't want to take the time to look into it. They don't want to put them on display because if there was a monkey wrench in the whole evolutionary theory, you know, that we have of man and mm-hmm. so on and so forth, that they, they don't know where it would fit in or how to catalog it without it causing a problem. And there, there's already some problems with that theory. You know, some people say there isn't, but there is. Uh, but this would definitely throw it into a tailspin because this is this is a, a species that uh, we're just completely unaware of. You know, we've never made any uh, any room in our theories and theologies and thoughts to, to find something like this. So mm-hmm. they get cataloged, they get they get uh, thrown in the back, and you have to have uh, special permission to go in and, and look at them. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they're, they're out there. The many elongated skulls, including the Star Child, they, they look and they look like what you would imagine. Again, picture the the alien gray that we see in a lot of the sci-fi movies. You know, very very uh, very long bulbous head that is quite long on on some of them. Mm-hmm. Now, one of the things that uh, that I think is great about people under the stairs is that uh, we try, you know, to uh, come up with outrageous things uh, to discuss sometimes, uh, you know, things that, you know, that people can say, oh, come on now. You know, there's no horned giants or something. I, I can understand anybody saying that and, uh, you know, pose what is out there about this. If for those th- those of you who like uh, many people who are going to say, hey. You know, that all sounds great. It's an interesting story, but come on, let's get real with that. Uh, there's something for you on these things here, too. There's a wonderful site that you can go to called The Skeptic's Guide to the Universe. Uh, and, there, you know, there's many, many uh, skeptic uh, sites. And skeptic sites aren't negative sites. They're sites that say, hey, man, you know, these are things that people talk about. Let me be a skeptic. Uh, a skeptic means I want to see the proof. Where's the beef, baby? Where's uh, the beef, you know? And that's just being, um, you know, um, a, a, a good critical thinker. Now, lots of times, uh, even when you're a skeptic and we can't give you the beef, that doesn't mean it doesn't exist either. But the burden of proof is always on the uh, the per- person saying, hey, they're, they're, you know, there are these horned giants, they're this, whatever. However, all that aside, uh, in 2012, uh, if you go to the Skeptic's Guide to the Universe, you can find um, uh, a really, really uh, nice article by a guy who uh, investigated uh, the Horn Giants of Pennsylvania. Uh, and he's got uh, his findings in the Journal of the Bazaar. Uh, if you like that, it's, uh, you know, uh, journalofthebazaar.blogspot.com. And... Uh, you know, you can and you can go there and see what his report is. But he's basically saying he heard this on a show he was on Coast to Coast AM and about the Horned Giants of Pennsylvania. And he calls it, of course, an urban myth. And uh, he said it didn't take him very long to uh, track down the story at all the varying uh, you know books that were written on this uh, and other people. And um, certainly he came up uh, with a way to debunk it. 
Uh, and what I uh, the reason I'm throwing this out is if you're interested in seeing you know somebody or hearing from somebody, it's a lengthy uh, investigation that he did. Check it out again on the Journal of the Bizarre. Period. Blogspot. Period. Uh, com. And uh, it, it's it's a good article that the guy has, and you know you can check out something from another point of view. And just in general, we, when we have shows like this, or you know you hear something, check out those uh, skeptic kinds of things because you know the skeptic things are are good uh, points for for us to you know take off and take a look at things you know uh, what other things do, do you um what other things do you know about this paul about these giant horn skeletons uh that are important to bring up on the show i see things about horn skull drawings have you ever heard about that yeah, there, there's uh, pictures in the uh, petroglyphs in the out in the deserts that the uh, old Native American tribes, you know, different there tribes, are, and and they have pictures of the uh, the horned beings that are standing there. So, and, and they say that they were really real beings. Yeah, and it's yeah. it's interesting as well that there's uh, it's right here in the United States as, as well. There's an Indian tribe that has uh, a story that they said back in the day, there was a race of very tall, red-headed men who were cannibals, and they would often attack their tribes and take their people and, and use them for food. They were cannibalistic. Mm -hmm. And they, they went to war with these, uh, these giant uh, red-headed people at one time and, and, and killed them all off. And uh, mm -hmm. so there's... there's and, you know, there's legends and tales and artwork all over the place that people swear. You know, we saw these things. We we uh, we did battle with these things. We we killed one. They they killed our people. You know, it's 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 all over the place. Mm -hmm. I I tend to think, like I said, that that there's when it comes to these these giant skeletons and skulls. There certainly is a fair share of hoaxes out there. It's it's kind of like digging into the whole UFO abduction or UFO phenomenon or any subject in this day and age. It's it's riddled with hoaxes, but there are real ones in there that that were legitimate. Mm -hmm. And you know, I think when when you talk about the skeptics guide for me, you know, I started doing a lot of this kind of research before the the internet got too muddied with where you know, the the internet was invented, and you know, now we have this overabundance of information, and everybody, it doesn't matter what you say, there's ten people that will say, ah, that that's a bunch of crap, you know. It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. <laughs> And it's attacking your peace of mind. Oh. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Security threats are everywhere. But with Xfinity XFi, you're notified of threats to your in-home Wi-Fi network, so all your connected devices are protected. That's simple, easy, awesome. Switch to Xfinity today and get a great offer. 
you'll get fast speeds and the best in-home Wi-Fi experience with Xfinity XFi. Plus, ask about enhanced security for safer browsing and more. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit an Xfinity store to switch today. Restrictions apply. As I told my wife, who's a philosopher, he will, he will question everything that you ever tell him that's a little out of the ordinary. Well, it could be this, it could be that, it could be this. You know, I don't believe it. And I told him one day, I said, man, I said, if, if, if the world adopted your way of thinking, if you told us you had Cheerios for breakfast, we'd have to doubt it because we didn't see you eat the damn bowl of Cheerios. You know? and, uh, so, you know, it's it's so fashionable these days. Oh, no, no, no. And, and people have always been that way, you know, particularly when it comes to things like this, even in our scientific community. What I've found and from what I understand, when you're talking about, you know, doing excavations and finding giants or maybe something with horns or something like the star child, science very quickly runs away from it because they have their theories. We, we have a lot of books written on history and science and theory. And as human beings, we like things in little neat packages. Yes, we got it all figured out. We, you know, all this time it took us, we know all this wonderful stuff. And if something comes along to challenge that and says, oh, no, you don't, people get very scared or very offended and they just want to shut it out. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't think that's the best approach because. You know, it, it's fascinating, you know, that there's a yeah. whole lot about this world, a whole about a lot about this universe that we don't know. Mm-hmm. And if we just want to close our eyes and stick our head in the sand and say, it's not there, it's not there. You know, I, I think that's to our own, uh, our own hurt and disadvantage. Yeah. Yes. Very interesting. As you were talking, I, uh, I was on the computer and I just punched in and was going up uh, to take a look for any other articles. I love to do that when we're doing a show, uh, you know, live, sometimes do some extra research. And I found uh, a website here uh, with, a, you know, we live about 10 minutes from Nichols. Uh, I don't know if you're aware of that since you just moved down here. And it's a, another place. It's right on the border of New York and, and PA. It's where Tioga Downs is, actually, the um, race racing uh, arena there. But here's a guy who has a homepage. And, and, of course, this was, you know, horned human skulls is something that he was uh, – Really investigating in 2005, and I know that's uh, you know 14 years ago, but he was just a regular guy who lived there and started doing a lot of uh, investigations because he was skeptical. He thought it was ridiculous. And what did he find? That in the Sierra site in Bradford County, there were some 64 men buried there of these giants. Uh, and uh, I guess I was right on one thing or the possibility, and I uh, hadn't seen this in anything else. He, uh, he said that uh, the skulls with the horns, that people claim that they're the antlers of Virginia deer. Um, uh, now, here's the point. You're thinking I'm trying to disprove the horned people, but, you know, I'm not necessarily. The guy says he's not so sure of the truth here, but the one thing that amazed him was, was what he found that the Indians in this burial site were on average over seven feet tall. And again, the burial age was estimated to be around 1200 AD. So where do you get 64 or 60 plus Indians that are over seven feet tall? You know, what's that all about? So it's 
you know, something obviously is uh, was very unusual, and that's eight hundred years ago. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, if, if, that's, if you're that's a very about, strange event, you know, and that's usually the way it goes. If you're talking about just cases of you know gigantism, yeah, why to find all over the world like so many people in, in various places or one place. That's an awful lot of cases of gigantism going on. Yeah, that's, that's that's my point. You picked up on it exactly. That's ridiculous. I mean, you, you, I, I don't think you, you know for the populations that exist and so on and so forth. Also, it um, re, you know this relates to this guy did a lot of research, and uh, he related this or found research that re, you know related these things to the giants of the Solomon Islands in the South Pacific. Mm. You know. And when you look at those, um, when you look at those, uh, you know, giant stone faces and figures on Easter Island and everything else like that in the Solomon Islands, very interesting stuff. You know, people are still wondering, like, how the, how the frig did those stones get there? How, you know, how were they transported there with the massive weights of them, so on and so forth? And uh, I'm sure somebody has, uh, you know, information on that, but... Uh, Interesting stuff that definitely is uh, extraordinary and not the norm, to be sure. So, Paul, we're at our 31-minute mark. Do you have any other ideas or comments that you want to make about the infamous or famous horned human skulls of Pennsylvania? Well, I would like to leave the listeners with this. There, There is the idea out there that some of these uh, ancient tribes, like the Mayans and so forth, that would, that would tie the boards to the uh, newborn baby's head to make the skull elongated. Yes, they were tr- they were trying to model uh, their look, you know, the look of their children, their women, after what they considered to be the gods. The gods had the heads of the gods, or the the aliens slash interdimensional whatever. Now, and that might that might sound like ah, eh, yeah, well. But then you have to understand what I mentioned earlier with the petroglyphs that we find in the desert. And if you go, if you go to all the different sites and all, you know, the deserts where there's there's petroglyphs that, that the Indians made, you'll always see one common thread in all of them. And that there will always be a spiral. And we know about the petroglyphs that the the spiral represents a doorway or a gateway to another world or the spirit world they will always have they will always have a picture of the spiral and then another picture with the spiral with a very tall being or a very tall being with horns and the rest of the people representing the indians standing in front of or next to this being are very small in comparison so again, did, did these ancient peoples see something? Was, was there something that we would consider aliens that was making contact with them or doing abduction scenarios with them? And some people tried to model themselves after the, the shapes of their heads because they considered them to be gods. Uh, this is another uh, well um well-believed in theory by, by many people that, that study this subject who are a hell of a lot more brilliant than I am and a hell of a lot more in the know. Mm-hmm. But uh, I've read enough to uh, to know that these petroglyphs all over, you, you see that the doorway and then the doorway with the very tall being and then the little, uh, 
the little uh, people who represent the common man or the common Indians. And also there's drawings of footprint or handprints next to one another. And they, they decipher that it's supposed to be the handprint or the footprint of a man. And then the handprint or the footprint of the gods or the being that came through the portal. And the, the petroglyph depicting the handprint or the footprint of the god always has six fingers or six toes. Hmm. And, now, and now it's always interesting to, again, take that back to another legend when you read in the Bible about the giants or the Nephilim in the land, like David and Goliath. Goliath had six fingers and six toes. There's uh, other people mentioned in those books that said they were giants or men of great stature. You know, they were very tall and they had six fingers and six toes. So interesting correlation that I would uh, leave the listener with on that note. Hmm. You know, there's one thing we we have to maybe come back with this show as well, because um, one of the things that you mentioned red hair, there's other sites that I have that talk about these large Indians over seven feet with red skin that were red colored. And I'm not talking about the stereotypical red skin, but literally the red skin. And the idea with this is, um, was this an extra, these are the these are theories out there. Were these extraterrestrials? Did they set up a colony in Pennsylvania? You know, many hundreds of years ago. And, uh, you know, uh, people are talking, you know, uh, you see sites on here that, uh, you know, really talk about this. And they talk about a group of people. We live near the Susquehanna River, and they were called the Susquehannocks. I don't know if you're aware of this. The mm-hmm. Susquehannocks or the Andaste Indians. And mm-hmm. uh, w- one of the things that I found on some of these sites, just in closing, and maybe people want to check this out. Maybe somebody knows about this and would like to be a guest on the show here uh, from the area. Uh, when we get done, you know, we'll give you a number where you can contact us. And there seem to be writings of explorers when they came to America, they, they did indeed, uh, according to early people, encounter uh, people uh, that were strange to them like this, you know. And uh, it's, uh, you know, amazing stuff, what, you know, whether this is all just, uh, you know, nonsense or uh, is something uh, serious or, you know, something that can be, um, you know, explored further. But uh, you know, there's lots of information out there by people uh, that, uh, you know, have lots of different uh, theories about this. And at the very least, it's very entertaining. It's very uh, fascinating. And you can go to some of these sites and really look at the characteristics of the Andaste Indians. You know, these people mm-hmm. were like way off the track, uh, you know, and uh, see what it says uh, that. In 1500s, North America, you know, was thriving, heavily populated. You know, these could be the original people who came here. So premises are that, uh, you know, history is forgotten. And, uh, you know, these these may be forgotten, uh, forgotten natives. Uh, no. And uh, they could explain some of this. Very fascinating stuff. And, and I just I just want to interject uh, really quickly when we talk about the red hair. Yeah, uh, a lot of these uh, oversized, elongated skulls that they found, and even the ones that are in the Smithsonian that are in the you know under lock and key in the back room, just kind of filed away. Mm-hmm. Uh, some skulls do have 
still have hair strands, you know, attached to the skull. And I'll give you one guess what color that hair always is. Red. There you go. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's some uh, there's some really, um, uh, you know, there's some really interesting sites on here that uh, describe um, Susquehannock women and men, the difference in sizes. It says the Andaste's average height seemed to be about six to seven feet with some specimens, eight plus feet. And, uh, you know, all the things about their trade and commerce and just a whole shitload of things. Pardon my language. It's uh, it's uh, very fascinating stuff. <gasps> oh, excuse me. I had a sneeze coming nice. up. But uh, one of the other things was with this Andaste, Andaste Indians, um, just in closing here, uh, uh, the Susquehannock Indian Nation, uh, the only known colony was here in the Susquehanna River. You know, of these particular people. So, uh, well, it's, it's kind of uh, strange stuff. I, I definitely want to delve into this uh, a little bit further just for uh, just an interesting things to do. Definitely. So, yeah, we should check further into this and maybe hit some of the areas here, um, you know, and, and see if we can uh, find out anything. And if anybody out there, I know lots of people listen to this uh, show. Uh, if anybody out there uh, would like to, uh, you know, be on the show and talk about this, please con- uh, contact me, Stan Wangland, S-W-A-N-G-L-U-N-D at Gmail, or Paul James Caden at nocturnalmagic.com. Right? At gmail.com. At gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. We'd love to hear from you. So with that, Paul, anything else for the show today? I think it was a great show. Great idea. Very uh it was. This, this, was, this was a very good show. It was uh, one of great interest. And uh, I don't have much to, to add, except if there is anybody out there that, that knows a little bit more about this, uh, definitely drop us a line, man. We're, we're starting to look for guests to have on the, uh, the show now. So if you're interested, drop us an email. Yes. Absolutely. Well, with that, folks... Uh, we certainly enjoyed uh, being with you today, and we'll have another show out for you by the end of the week sometime. Something interesting, something that is uh, provocative from the people under the stairs. So until next time, we're going to say so long. Blink, and they're gone to find out who they are without us. All the more reason we come to West Virginia to introduce them to simple things like rolling hills, walks in the forest, warm campfires. And we hold on to that feeling for as long as we can. Find your version of heaven this fall at wvtourism.com. From the kids to Aunt Sue. Keep your whole family connected on all their devices with crowd-pleasing gig-speed internet from Xfinity. Now that's simple, easy, awesome. Learn more about gig-speed internet or other popular plans now with even more speed. Enjoy faster downloads and a better streaming experience today. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit an Xfinity store for a great offer. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary and not guaranteed. What's going on? You have John Wangland, one of the hosts of Wrestling With Reality. Check out our shows this week on Wrestling With Reality. We have some great shows. We have our MMA show. We look at 
Is Khabib Namagamadov versus George St. Pierre a reality? Why John Jones is such a disgrace to the UFC? We also have on WCW Monday Nitro Watch Along, and we take a look back at Triple H in his 25-year career in the WWE. So check out Wrestling with Reality on all major podcast outlets. Are you interested in spirituality and the paranormal? Do you enjoy having conversations about social issues and current events with a balanced and spiritual perspective? Are you intrigued by ancient prophecies and mysteries of the past or just unraveling modern day conspiracy theories? If so, I would like to invite you to come on a journey with me on my show, The Spirit Side, available on all the major podcast platforms. I'm Paul James Caden, and I hope to see you there.